Um, I, I, it, uh, there's no point in trying to introduce everybody, so uh, let's uh, start with David Blair, the director. David Stevenson, the musical director. And uh, you know you you know which ones are the leads, so we'll just start with um, David. Why did you choose Bonnie and Clyde? <laughs> well, I think a big part of it was, you know, when you're trying to think of a season of uh, fresh, edgy material, you think, you know, uh, what's new, what's not something that everybody's been doing and what's something that also a name can uh, drop an audience and what, what better than Bonnie and Clyde the musical. It didn't have a super successful Broadway run, um, but it's a great show. It's very well conceived and it's um, great great wild, wild corn piece. So, so I, was, I was eager to bring it to Costa Mesa, bring it to Orange County actually. Mm -hmm. Which was an actually, an orange, we believe to be an Orange County premiere. It is an Orange County premiere. Actually, but the world doesn't say that. World premiere. World premiere. Yeah. But world world premiere. So, Lance Smith was Clyde. So, Lance, tell us about how you approached doing Clyde. Well, research. Lots of lots of historical research. Probably looked. I looked up many different websites, and I have a book in my backpack still of like just about their lives. But what really happened? Not just all the fluff about. You know, like the the folk legend and 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 the movie, the Hollywood film, which kind of threw a lot of um, untruths into the legend of Bonnie and Clyde. I think uh, it's always great to look at the real lives of the real people. I think that's some of the funniest material I've ever read is in that historic is in that book, that biography. Uh, I mean, there's one where I think Clyde's car breaks down and. Clyde and Bonnie are running through like the forest and then they find a house and they try to rob this guy of his car But all he has is a pair of donkeys. So they actually I'm not even I'm not lying I'm not this this is in the book and they take these donkeys and they run away from the cops of these donkeys to another <laughs> town It's it's just ridiculous some of the, the shenanigans they got into and, and uh, uh, I guess that's one way I kind of took it. Uh, they're people real people. They're um, How close do you think you were to the real Clyde? Well, uh, he's been dead for a while, so. <laughs> but nobody else can tell us. I, you know what? I just try to play him as a real person here and and, and show kind of a different side than I think what other uh, interpretations have shown. So, uh, just hopefully the best I can, and hopefully I did it justice. So, Ashley Delson is body. Oh, <laughs> tell us about your approach to body. Um. Uh, like Lance, all the research um, I could, um, documentaries, books, newspaper articles, mm -hmm. um, and I think the thing I found most interesting in my research was that she was a little bit more of a badass than um, <laughs> her reputation is. Um, before they were even a couple, she was arrested, she did jail time, um, and I think people think that she was kind of swept up in the romance of it, but um, I think she was also a little excited about the dangerous aspects of him and what being on the run would be like. Um, so kind of just not playing her as a damsel in distress victim, but uh, as a girl who made a conscious decision to follow him no matter what. 
Elizabeth Suzanne is Blanche. Can you tell us the joke about Blanche? Well, I was lucky because Blanche actually wrote a book, so I got a first-hand account of who I was playing. Um, uh, that was interesting because um, just the way the musical is formatted, different aspects that maybe aren't exactly historically accurate. Um, and then what she wrote, it was cool how I could take, okay, well, this happened in the book, this happened in her life, that could be this moment in the show. So I was able to translate moments that she actually wrote about and I could read you know, her poetry and her conversations with Buck, her encounters with Bonnie. Um, was really, really and they liked helpful. each other. We didn't hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> they got along. <laughs> Unless Bonnie was drunk. I mean, always. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I she was also a drunk. Interesting side note was that Blanche lived quite, I, I don't remember when she died, but she. She died in 1988. And she sued the makers of the Warren Beatty movie for misrepresenting her. Yeah. She was, and what? She was not happy for being portrayed as a screaming horse's ass. Yeah. That's what it was exactly. <laughs> Garrett Chandler. Yeah. Tell us about Buck. Uh, Buck is a very fun character. He's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of, he's one of those characters where you could actually fall into a trap of just playing him for laughs and not really remembering he's a real person. And I mean, he wasn't really educated, not good reader level. He's a method actor. <laughs> yes, actually, uh, one of the coolest things about this show and how Ivan Mitchell wrote the script is just it really is about the relationships between Bonnie and Clyde, Blanche and Buck, Buck and Clyde, mm -hmm. Blanche and Bonnie, and like just those four and how they interact with each other. And to actually have these people in the cast who actually love hanging out together, and we were able to really like Lance and I. They went to the shooting range together, so they could all figure yeah, out how to shoot. Yeah, uh, we went to the shooting range together. I've done many shows with Lance, and I don't think I've gotten this close to him until this one. Uh, well, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Elizabeth uh, has. Big, you know, she's obsessed with that book and brings so like she'll <laughs> get giddy and excited about fun facts that happen with Blanche and Buck, and like I don't even have to do research because she'll tell me. One of the coolest things that I found out from her was that uh, one Buck didn't die immediately from his wounds, and mm -hmm. uh, it was uh, you were in prison at that point or jail jail yeah jail and at like two in the morning when buck finally uh passed away blanche woke up in the middle of the night and could swear that she heard buck calling out her name and at two in the morning she did that and then she found out later that he died at two in the morning so that's a pretty crazy thing from her book that there's nothing like that they couldn't have children and then like uh Don Black writes this lyric of children playing in the barn, and it's like, what do you do with that? And so I kind of look at her tummy all sad. Because <laughs> 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 I, like, you know, it's like, why is she saying that? Oh <laughs> yeah, but everything she'll never have. And yeah, so there's there's some great. Uh, That's what they call a dream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's some 
but it's great to have a cast who loves each other and also who is willing to go so deep into these characters that maybe Don Black and Ivan Mitchell didn't really go that deep just from some of the lines and text in the show. Maybe they just, you know, I know the La Jolla production was very based on the movie and then they kind of decided, oh, well, there's some real things that the movie didn't cover, so let's change that. Uh, but yeah, that's totally not about Buck at all, so I don't know why I'm saying it. <laughs> <laughs> Buck is fun. Any questions? Yeah, anybody? Oh. Um, for David, did you take any, and what are they, any creative liberties with the script and the characters? Um, no, I mean, I, want, I wanted to definitely do the script justice and do um, the show justice, so I didn't do... I didn't take too many creative liberties. I wouldn't say, did I? I don't think I did. No? No. Um, Only me. <laughs> You're pushing a car. No, <laughs> um, no I, I think it's important to honor what the script writers do. I think especially with as new as this production is, luckily you don't feel the need to freshen it up, which sometimes you do when you've seen... Um, You've seen a production, you've seen it a million different times, and you've seen it a million different times the same way. Sometimes you do feel like, you know. I, I think a big, the, the biggest thing I focused on was allowing the, the actors to get to know their characters in a deeper way. Um, a good point that Garrett brought up, which had nothing to do with Buck, but <laughs> that was okay, <laughs> was just the fact that he's right. The, a lot of the depth that you may have seen in in their characters wasn't necessarily <laughs> written in there. That's depth that they have developed because of the, the camaraderie they've, they've had on this on stage, um, as well as just you, you emotionally get into things. I, I run the lights every night, so now I've seen this show more times than I could count, <laughs> but I still get a little teary-eyed every time I see Stephanie, uh, 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 mm -hmm. the Bonnie's mom, yeah. Yeah. Uh, fall to her knees um, crying because she doesn't want to lose her daughter. And for me, that's what makes live theater special, is when you can see the same show over and over and over and still be emotionally pulled into it. And it's even something that you were a part of it when they were wearing their street clothes and the set was not there. <laughs> and so you, you kind of have gotten so used to seeing the same face every single day, and you still look at it, you still think it's beautiful. And I think that's what a, the right cast and the right chemistry does, and I'm, I, I couldn't have asked for a better one. So. I don't know if that answered your question or about <laughs> created a whole new one, but I'm going to cry. That's how I feel. Yes, sir. What was, uh, difficult, what was like a really difficult part of like, doing, this, doing this production for you? Oh, well, I mean, you know, Taylor can probably also get into that. I think the music is a huge undertaking, and I'll let Taylor talk about that in a second. But just the production as a whole, um, it is, I keep saying, it's, it's so new, it's so new. But when I say it's so new, a lot of times if you want to take a big production and you want to shrink it down to a community theater, a small scale, um, you have a lot of examples to go off of to help inspire what you're going to do with it as far as figuring out how are we going to do the car, how are we going to do the bathtub scene, how are we going to do 
different elements that they did on Broadway, and they did it so effectively, and we don't have Broadway budget, we don't have, um, we don't have a lot of the, yeah. Our joke, our constant joke in the cast is Broadway budget, Broadway budget for everything, because we obviously don't have it, and sometimes we are going, uh, just, Use this. It's fine. <laughs> you're not. You're not throwing a bottle through the window. You're gonna just make whistle sounds. Yeah, you, you make. You have to feed it. Oh, I guess that was a liberty I took. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think those were the challenges for me. Was trying to figure out how to shrink these big scale um, show elements down to our theater and our needs and our our budget. Okay. Take away music. Well, well, what do you ask? Um, yeah, when I when I first heard this score, I was really scared because I had no idea how we were gonna find the people to sing this. Um, because it's especially for the men, it's just absurdly high, and it's it's absurdly difficult, and I, I just I, every one of them um, had. It, you know, from the, the preacher to Ted to Buck to Clyde, it's like they're all these like rock star tenors, and I just couldn't, I could, I didn't, I had no hope of getting the people that we got. <laughs> so, so I, uh, I that actually took a lot of pressure off me when we found we found this cast. It was it was uh, pretty incredible. I I didn't have to do Kismet. much at all to to help them. Um, find that, which was incredible, um, and, um... You're a little modest. I heard some of the rehearsals. But, but it, it yeah. the score, and then, but the score in general is just, it's just difficult. I mean, mm -hmm. and there are a lot of, there are a lot of things, what's, what's odd is there are, there are a lot of things that don't, don't really work, and you kind of have to make them figure out like, what they're supposed to do i mean m music's just that way when it when it's written down it it's, doesn't always make sense um for how it's supposed to serve the storytelling you know and this was i think for in that aspect this was probably one of the, the most difficult at least in in a number of scores there are often um at least little guidelines or or things about this is kind of where we want this bit of music to go blah 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 this had nothing mm. it was just a bunch of like scene change music filled with no guidance whatsoever mm. so we had to figure it out and, um but i think it i think it worked anybody else <coughs> right here oh. yeah Chop it off, keep it long, dye it whatever color. I'm down for it, so <laughs> now I'm a redhead. Uh, well, 
uh, that question's okay. Um, so you know, listening to the soundtrack before you know, auditions even happened, I was just like, "This is such a badass soundtrack. I like it." Uh, you. So I guess I was just listening to different examples, just even in modern music, and also uh, looking back to music that was popular back in the day. I think that also helped. Um, of course, it's a very modern score, so you kind of have to just. Working with Taylor was really nice because we we both just kind of we could feed off of each other as far as like in vocal rehearsals. So it was really, we just got really comfortable with Taylor just being like, hey, did that, sound, that riff sound good? And he says like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'll try something else. And we, we, we got to a point where I think a lot of us, especially for the songs, we didn't necessarily want to sound like the Broadway cast and the Broadway uh, the soundtrack. We wanted to create our own our own images of these characters. And uh, I, de I definitely took some liberty, liberties that were different from uh, Broadway soundtrack. I know um, that also happens with all everyone else up here, and um, uh, yeah, we just made it made made all these st different styles kind of just work. So, actually, the jump on that too, like th there's a lot of a lot of his songs. Um, I think maybe just because of the actor who played it on Broadway, but the the melodies just aren't really written. They're they're kind of just. They're thrown together. They're, they're just, just kind, of kind of thrown together, and if you actually sing the melody, it sounds terrible. And so we had a lot of work to do in terms of just like what, how are we gonna, how are we gonna make this into something? Because mm -hmm. it just be like chords with this terrible melody, and then these like weird lyrics. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think the worst one is raise a little hell. Yeah. The mel there's no. There's no real melody. There's no melody written, so everything he was doing was was his own. With my like. With guys. Uh, and yeah. it's, don't do that, do this, yeah. try this. Nine, try this. Nine is the one that gives the biggest audience response too, so yeah. it shows the it's work good. that they put into yeah. it paid off. So. Hey. In the back over here. I was just going to ask Taylor, did you have any um, challenges with the pit being backstage? Yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, in, in small spaces like this, it's always really tough to figure out, um, how to manage manage that, you know? But um, we, um, our sound designer John, luckily, um, I mean, our, we always have a monitor rig. But I had to rely a lot on him because I have no idea what it sounds like out here. So I just have to. Sounds pretty good, Taylor. Okay. okay. <laughs> I just have to hope that I hope that the balance is right. I get like feedback like, oh, you guys are a little loud, or you're way too loud, or couldn't hear it all, and try to adjust. But. Um, um, that you know, it's all, it's so yeah, it's a challenge, and we just <laughs> do the best we can. Uh, we also had a um, mic rigged a, a m visual monitor, so I can at least see if I'm if there are visual cues I'm supposed to hit, which there are a few, then I can see off that. But it all is like weird things to deal with. Anybody else here? you've got, you've, most of us are, are piped electronically, 
but then we have to deal with like balancing the violin player who's not Mike. So that was a huge challenge. And then obviously when you have a drummer, their, their tendency is to just like blow your Wheel. way. And so there, we spent like the, a, the good, when I first got him in here, we spent a lot of time like, okay, just no, too loud, bring it down, bring it down, bring it down. Or, or for the violin, it's, you gotta play louder. You gotta play louder. <laughs> 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 it's in the space of like a closet. Question for everyone. Because oh, I am curious, when you do a show like this for as long as you're doing it, I would imagine you have little moments and favorite things that bubble up, and I wonder what each of you is like your favorite part. Either yours or someone else's favorite thing. Like I get to see it a bunch of times, and I've got things that I love seeing, but I wonder what. About the show? Yeah, like oh, what's your favorite moment in the show? Just, like like, just going down the line. My favorite, my favorite moment is in the end of Made in America. I make the weirdest faces at them to try to get them to start laughing. Like I'm like, like doing like some like like today I pretended like they were off pitch and I was like. For any actors in the audience, that is a great example of what not to do. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, this is bad. Don't, don't do that don't. to your fellow actors. Oh, he's already he's gotten, gotten, gotten that lecture okay. once, believe me. Yeah. How about you? What was your favorite? Um, besides the moments we got in trouble by dancing from dancing. <laughs> <laughs> also, you can't help it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Mike Brown, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Brown. Here is Barbara back here. This was her first performance. Woo! Woo! Oh, I loved it all. <laughs> <laughs> Sergio? Uh, I think my favorite moment is like towards the end. I always like the connection between Lance and Ashley is always like fresh and mm. it's like toward it's right before they go right into the car, that little moment they have like right here. Yeah. I'm always like right there on the side and since since like tech week it's always there and I'm always yeah. like, dude, you guys like you guys rock that moment. Yeah. It's always it's very it's very touching. My favorite is a musical thing. It's right at the very end of the first act when Ashley and Lance are up there and they do the little do, do, do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. DJ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Lance, I'm going to say Lance. Full choreographed dance that we do. The entire dance. We have a choreographed dance. It's like a 16 count number. It's great. Maddie. came out as yard, which is the actual word. So, but even on stage, it felt wrong. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I like, looked at me like, what happened? What was this word? That was an ugly word. It was word. so unexpected. And then I got backstage, and like five people were like, what <laughs> So I found that rather amusing. Uh, the other I, I, I hide behind the car at the end of the show, which is kind of odd because I'm larger than the car itself. <laughs> I get to crouch down, and at the end of the show, at that final reprise, when Ashley sings, Diane Ain't So Bad, all by herself, hardly any music, it is like the perfect note and moment, and I can sit behind there. Wayne. Because he has a name that rhymes with 
uh, body. So they're over there. And the band gets to swell. And so you get to watch them. And the violin, she starts leaning back. And she's all shaking. Taylor's got his hand. And they're just all, they get into it. And that's my favorite part, because they just kind of get to explode. Yeah. Cool. So they're artists. Gigi? 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 Oh, that's my name. Gigi. Gigi. <laughs> Everyone, sing along. <laughs> uh, I just, I really am so fond of the chemistry that the salon ladies have developed. Yeah. And I mean, every night in that scene, because that is just our moment to shine, and we just sit here and we just chat, and we just have so much fun. Yeah. I mean, the, the giggles are so real, and it's yeah. just so natural. And it's just a blast every night. We always leave the stage giggling. It's just such a good time, and we just have so much fun. <laughs> Sorry. I can really giggle emotional about these ladies. They're great. Oh. 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 All right. That's real nice. <laughs> That's why they don't want me talk to talk <laughs> um, I guess, um, well, recently I've been really excited that I've been able to take a couple naps in between. <laughs> <laughs> that was really nice. It's a great moment for me. But, um, I don't know, you know, it's really nice to see everybody have so much fun on stage. Uh, you know, I don't, like, I don't know, like, just like Juju said, Juju said um, you know, we always come off stage and we're always, some, you know, we're always having a good time. And I think that's, pretty much goes for everybody. You see somebody like, even if it's been like an intense scene, you know, everybody always comes off stage and is always having just like so much fun together and it just, it just makes it just a better experience. Hey. There's, there's too many to really count. I mean, God, if I had to name off all the, our favorite, my favorite moments with you backstage, it's just, <laughs> it's, uh, there is one, okay, there, I, I'll talk about two. There's one where it's right after we, that she pulls the bullet out of my shoulder. <laughs> And so I have to get kind of half naked in the bathtub. And she has to get all this blood off of me. So she's running, she's grabbing a makeup wipe, and I'm like stripping down again. And I'm in my skibbies, and I'm just, she's trying to get the, the, the blood off. And I'm, and I'm just like, all right. So I have to like stick my butt out to her and like make sure my back is all there. And I kind of do like a little butt dance yes. as you're, as you're walking around. Yeah. I'm like a hee hee hee. <laughs> <laughs> I dance my underwear backstage because that's just what I uh, what I gotta do. Yeah. And uh, you know what? I'm so glad because I'm just I don't stop in this show, and as I think as all of you know, and as I know, and uh, <laughs> the one of the few moments I get to breathe and kind of just listen is uh, "Dying Ain't So Bad," and from the first moment that I listened to that soundtrack, that has been my favorite song, no matter what, because that's just like that's the meat of the show. That's that's. Whoa. Uh, you know, it's it's what these two characters, these two real people, really believed, and I and it's one of my favorite moments. Just to kind of to, once I'm done tying my laces on my shoes, I just get to sit and listen, and and you do the song such justice. And I love it. Stop it! Don't make me cry. It's my turn. Oh God. Um. Well, I, David pointed this out actually. That's so true, and now it kind of makes me giggle. But um. And the scene where we have to slap each other, because he's coming at me blind, like he doesn't know where I am, so I have to make sure I'm set up for him. And um, some nights he like my hair gets in the way, and it's like okay, but some nights he like really gets me good, and it like pisses me off. <laughs> and so like, I come like right back out, and I just like go to town on his face, and like the audience reaction sometimes, yeah. I almost 
I've almost broke multiple times. I hear people snapping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one guy's like, you go, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's going, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That, night, that night it did happen where it was like, you go, girl. And yeah. you just looked at, like, you looked at me and you are just like, that's me, baby. <laughs> and I'm looking at you, I'm like, do not. I swear to God, There are I will multiple kill you. times where we're just about ready to burst out laughing, and we're like, don't you start laughing. But they're really slapping laugh. each other. Oh, we're yeah. real slapping each Those other. Are, oh, wow. Like, yeah. Legitimate yeah. slaps. He slapped me in cabaret, so like. I did. Uh, well, no, we, that got cut. Well, I mean, eventually. But <laughs> it's a I slapped too hard. Um, but I think <laughs> overall, I mean, I just absolutely adore this cast on stage mm-hmm. and off. They're so much fun to work with, and everyone is so loving and supportive. Um, and you can just like feel the love and energy. Like when we're on stage at the end of Act One, I can like see the like girls out of my peripherals, and like I can see them just like loving it. And it just being in such a loving environment, I think, is just yeah. the biggest gift in the world. Elsa, preach. Oh, which one? Which one? My favorite moment in the show <laughs> is the Twinkie scene. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, <laughs> it's always different. Like tonight, he was just like, "Oh, cream puff on your nose," and I was like, "Why would you know that?" Oh, <laughs> they, they used a cream puff tonight because they, when they were we there, they're like, "Oh, we're going to so with a passion." They're gross, and uh, yeah, there's these cream puffs, puffs backstage, and we're like, "I can suck this tonight." So yeah, that's what we see. How about you, Garrett? Um, I have a favorite backstage moment and a favorite onstage moment. Backstage, whenever we finish Race a Little Hell Reprise, Lance and I kind of have like a little... Just like, we're, we're so happy that we nail that harmony every night. And Eric's unfortunately under the center of it be like a three-way. No, it's like we get, we take about 10 seconds, we put the guns away. We put the guns away. And we kind of just look at each other. And then just fuck here. I can't. <laughs> yeah, we got it. Yeah. My favorite on stage moment, it's kind of weird, but um, it's during the first race of Little Hell, um, the dialogue scene after that, when Paul says visiting time's over and the music changes. That is like such a cool, like almost cinematic, like music change. It's like. It's just slow, like, and it's like, visit time's over, and then all of a sudden, like, the drums, everyone go, boom. And it like leads right into land, start singing, and it's just—it's so epic and badass. And like, I watched the like the video on YouTube over and over for that part. <laughs> Taylor, do you have a favorite? Um, my favorite line is when uh, Ted talks about <laughs> seeing Bonnie's dead grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, uh, I guess it's just Bonnie and Clyde. The 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 um, when they're talking about um, wanting more than their parents, um, and I, I I think it's musically it's really interesting because it takes the just to let you guys know it takes the the um, um, theme from Bonnie's song How About a Dance, and then the feel from um, the love song that Ted and um, Clyde sing, and it matches them together. Mm-hmm. And then they yeah. talk about wanting more than their parents, and I think it's just like such a, 
it's such an interesting musical moment, and it's such a, it's just a sentiment, I think, which is kind of like ironically flipped, because normally it's like the parents that want their kids to have more, and in like that moment, they're just, they've just left, um, and really all the parents want is like, just stop it, like we have enough here, you know, and it's, it's just like, it's one of those moments that's just like, it's, you know, magical, I guess. David. Well, my one of my favorite lines is actually Mike's, um, the way he says, let's get him. <laughs> yes, that is my favorite moment. I, I do like that. I just, it makes me, it makes me smile every, every night I see it. Let's get him. Um, but I, I, it's, I really truly can't, uh, give you a favorite moment because I kind of, separate them by moments within the show. And so I have my favorite moments within moments. And you know, truthfully, I can literally give every single one of you a moment that you are my favorite in a, in a specific part. And it's, that's the truth. Um, I've seen a lot. <laughs> Except for you. Shut up, that It's true. I, there's, there, there, I've, seen, I've seen a lot of evolution with this cast and with this show. And I think we all knew that this was gonna be a hell of a ride. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and um, I, I've seen the cast from day one approach this show with confidence. They're, they never seemed uh, they never seemed as though they were concerned or worried that this wasn't gonna come together. And sometimes, sometimes that's a natural part of putting on a show. Is those concerns and those fears and those, but the cast, I'm sure they had, they may have had them at moments, but they never showed them. They were always so eager to come in, so excited to be rehearsing and to helping each, help to be a part of helping each other, and um, I think it just created so many wonderful moments within the show. I don't know if you know you guys caught them all, but I definitely see the camaraderie create. Kind of like say, what's your favorite color in this tapestry? It all creates, it all creates a big picture. And if you took something out of it, you know, it's not the same. So that's kind of how I see it. Yours, yours. Yeah, I'm just curious. How many weeks did you have for rehearsal? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, <laughs> well, not including tech week, we had four. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a month. Yeah. So we have four weeks, which we rehearse uh, Monday through Thursday. So it's four days a week. Yep. Um, four, 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 four hours. Yeah, like four hours. But it was nice because we at least we were able. To, I mean, uh, a couple of us were able to get the scripts early. Correct. So we could come in with at least some of our lines memorized. I know, like I had like I tried getting Act One memorized before rehearsal started. Like music. And, yeah. And music, yeah, went over that. Another thing, and this is this uh, Taylor and I could tell you, and, and other directors who are actually in the cast. By the way, there are there are directors. In fact, raise your hand in here if you're also a director, if you're in the cast and you're the director. <laughs> so there are people in this cast who are also directors, um, which is a wonderful thing. By the way, it's a wonderful thing when you're able to help support each other's works and be be on stage and show that side of your talent as well. But for you actors out there, come in with your homework done. You not only are helping your production, helping 
um, your directors and your music directors mm -hmm. by knowing your music. Mm -hmm. you're, you're helping yourself to put on a better show. Every time. I mean, Taylor and I had a good conversation. I, uh, you know, I let him work on these music rehearsals and I said, how, how are they doing? And he said, honestly, he said, luckily, they, the, the leads, they pretty much already know all of their stuff. So it makes it a lot easier. And that, that's a huge thing for the people who have, you know, this mountain of music to learn, that they've already gone home and they did that part because they love it. Do we have one last question? Guys are feeling tonight was really great. You guys were such a great audience. Yeah. 
uh, we were it able to feed off of you. Yeah, it fuels us. It, it, we, I mean, we can hear you. We can see you. So it's, it's, it's always wonderful to see smiles, well, you know, slightly out of my peripheral vision, because a real actor doesn't look in the audience at all. No, not one of um, them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool, and cool. like, especially when I have to interact and go run and, and teleport from up there to down there to down here. Uh, just, it's nice to be able to feed off reactions of audience members who want to actually get involved and then if I'm robbing you then like actually yeah. like putting your hands up like that or giving I, you that purse or giving me there was one lady who was just who literally was just like here take my purse and I'm just like <laughs> ma'am well I'm gonna take it right okay I'm stuck cool yeah. <laughs> like, so it, 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 it means the world to us when when you guys are in such great moods and, and loving the show as much as we love it and the just, audience yeah. is an uncredited character oh, in, yeah. in yeah. really any yeah. given show uh, there, the, he, the energy he was talking about is absolutely felt when when you're on stage. Sometimes, and it's it is a sad situation. Sometimes you go, oh, I feel like it's a dead house tonight or today or whatever the case is. But it's not true. The audience is listening. Sometimes you've got the audience. A funny moment comes. They go like this. <laughs> and unfortunately, that's kind of hard to feel. But but it's. It doesn't change the effect. There is enjoyment out there. It's just expressed differently. You know, when I had a director in high school who would always say, listen for the smiles. Yeah. And that's like, I love that. Yeah. It's great. Because you can still feel that energy even if they're not cracking up or if they're not, you know, vocally expressing how much they're enjoying it. You can just hear that positive energy, which sounds super. Also take pride in your own work and just yeah. trust in your work to yeah. translate to your audience. Mm -hmm. I have to say that, like, when the audience gets into God's arms, yes. like, oh, yeah. I totally fill it up here. Really. Church. Yeah. And we're church. We all go into church and pray. That really helps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll bring the audience. There was one question right Someone else? Yes. I just had more comment uh, or a couple. First of all, I've been coming here for a while, and I have to say, you guys really stepped up the sets in the last several productions, and oh. it's really noticeable. Um, and kudos to taking on a cast this size. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I think when we saw the cast list, we're like, how the are they? We're used to you guys having to reduce the cast dramatically. Um, so great job. And I think I've brought cream puffs to about 50 productions. It's the first time it made one on the stage. Yeah. Thank you for those cream puffs. Thank you so much for coming, everybody.